Hello and welcome to Happy Days with Callum Church. This is a podcast for young people who want to build their dream lives. All too often we can become stuck, frustrated and overwhelmed in developing our dream lives. Even I do too. So let's take this journey together alongside me and my amazing community of young listeners. Every Tuesday and Thursday, I talk about personal development, entrepreneurship, and the pursuit of happiness so that we can build those happy, fulfilled lives we dream about. I break down some of the barriers that stand between us and success, and I give out the knowledge and experience of not only myself, but my many amazing guests. So, if that sounds good to you, listen on. Enjoy the episode, and I hope by listening, it brings you many, many happy days. What's up, guys, and welcome back to a brand new episode of my podcast, Happy Days, with me, Callum Church. Now, today, I'm going to talk a little bit about comparison. Comparison. Comparison between us and other people, how we compare ourselves to other people. Because, it's it, uh, to be honest, it's something I talk about on the podcast a lot, because comparison is the thief of all of our happiness. But when you think about it, there's no actual real reason for us to do this, not in the modern world anyway, and I'll talk about that in today's episode. So let's start off by thinking, what does comparison actually achieve? Because it doesn't achieve much. It really doesn't. All that us comparing ourselves to others does is makes us feel awful about ourselves. You know, it's not often that we compare ourselves to other people and then feel good about ourselves. That doesn't happen so often. We tend to look at the more negative side of things. Um, and this is totally natural. It just happens. Um, it's it's because our brains are hardwired that way. Um, but yeah, we focus on the negative things and it makes us feel awful. So why the hell are we doing this? Why are we doing this? Well, as I say, it is because we are hardwired to do so naturally in our brains. Because everyone compares themselves to other people. Absolutely everyone, including me. And I'm the host of a personal development podcast. Of all people, you'd think that I'd have this covered, right? But I still compare myself to other people. And for the most part, we can't really help it. So it's all well and good me saying, stop comparing yourselves to others. But we've actually got to, you know, think a little bit more outside the box with this because it's a much more complex issue and slightly more nuanced. And it's not as binary as as it, you know, you might see it when we say, oh, just stop comparing yourself to others. It's not whether you compare or don't compare. It's much more complex. It's not so binary like that. So what are the natural reasons why we actually compare ourselves to others? As I say, it is hardwired in our brains. Our brains are made that way because when you, you know, take yourself back all the way back to uh, the early Homo sapiens, you know, all, all the early humans that were roaming the earth, you know, hunter gatherers, we worked in tribes, right? And the reason why we worked in tribes is because that benefited us. As homo sapiens, that benefited us. Being social benefited us because in a tribe, we were stronger. We were more likely to survive, okay? So it would be absolutely paramount to our survival as, as individuals to be accepted within tribes, okay? So... Our brains had to be hardwired to deal with this, okay? So what we do 
every single moment of your lives, every single moment in a social situation when you're in a tribe or around a tribe of some sort, our brains are constantly scanning. Scanning 100% of the time. What are they scanning for? They are scanning to see who is at the top of the social hierarchy, who's at the bottom, and who are the people that fill that in between. So in a tribe, you'd see the alpha of the group, the top of the group, the top of the hierarchy. They'd be the leader. They'd be the, the, the brave, confident leader of the group that would make decisions for the rest of the group, for the rest of the group's benefit. And below that, you'd have, say, the beta or the beta who would, you know, be almost like the, 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 the second in command of the tribe. And that would go down and down and down and down and down until you get to the very bottom who are you know, the, 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 the workers, the ones right at the bottom of the hierarchy, the ones that conform and, uh, and answer to everyone. So that would be how hierarchies worked, you know, back, way back when. Still happens now, actually. But the reason for this is to maintain order, maintain order in a social situation, maintain order in a tribe so that the whole system, the whole community, the whole tribe can work efficiently and make sure that they survive. However, as we know, in the modern world, it's a lot different. Survival is more or less guaranteed, especially in the, in the Western world anyways, right? So we don't have to focus on survival so much. And because of this, because of the way that the world has changed, and, and, and the fact that our brains haven't evolved to, you know, suit the new world, the modern world, we have hardware, our brains, we have hardware which is outdated, which doesn't best suit our environment, doesn't best suit the world we live in now. And as a result of this, you know, it, it, it comes with a lot of side effects, you know, misery, unhappiness, stuff like that. Because even though we don't need to compare ourselves to others in order to survive, in order to maintain order within a group, in order to best benefit everyone for survival, although we you know, don't have to do that now, we still do that now. We still do that in the modern world. And it's a shame because as a result of this, we see a lot of people who are unhappy because they're comparing themselves to others, yet not reaping the benefits of survival, okay? Because survival is guaranteed. So... You might actually see this within your friend group, you know, in, in think of common social situations. Say you're down the pub, say you're, you know, having a picnic now or something now that the, uh, the restrictions have eased somewhat in the UK. Um, think about it. Every time that you go outside, you are comparing yourself to others in social situations. You are seeing who's the leader, who is the, 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 the beta and, and who is lower down that group, you know, lower down that hierarchy. Um, and you will see this. Everyone has a, has a leader of their friendship group. Everyone has, you know, that person who's maybe the most popular or maybe, you know, I don't know, best, best looking or something like that. They will be top of the group. They will, you know, everyone sort of follows with their ideas and, and, and their likes and, and what they want to do as a group. We see this quite a lot. And then you also get people who are low down the group who tend to be less confident, tend to just do whatever the leader does or, or copy or mirror the leader, stuff like that. So that would be where you see the whole social situation in the modern world. Um, and that is why we compare ourselves to others. Now, with the modern world comes social media. 
<laughs> which brings us a new platform for us to compare ourselves to others. And this is so dangerous. I've, I've spoken about this on the podcast before. It's so, so dangerous to compare yourself to others online. Um, and the reason for this is because social media provides a filter. It is a filter. And I'm not talking about the color filters that you get on Instagram. I'm talking about reality filters. It filters through people's reality. Or, but perhaps should I say filters out people's reality, because when people post on social media, you've got to understand that they only post the prettiest selfies of them looking at their happiest, in their happiest place, in the happiest moments of their lives, right? So in reality, we're only seeing the top 1% of these people's lives. We're only seeing the peak of them at their best. Okay, no one's going to post a selfie of them crying at the worst situation in their life in some, some grim part of the world or something like that. No, of course you're not going to see that. There's a reason why people post pictures most frequently on Instagram when they're on holiday, right? It's because they're at their happiest in, in, the, in the most luxury of places, enjoying themselves, right? So hopefully that brings a little bit of reality to people, but you've got to understand that social media only presents the top 1% of people's lives. And yet we still compare ourselves to others online. We compare ourselves to the top 1%, to the peak of other, other people's lives. There's no wonder why we are so miserable every time we compare ourselves to others online. It's because we're comparing ourselves to what, for the most part, you know, 99% of the time is unattainable. Okay, and in fact, I'd even go so far to say that most things online that we compare ourselves to is totally unattainable. Why? Because there's so much fake stuff out there. So much fake stuff. Of course, yes, there's filters, but we're getting people actually change the shape of their bodies for Instagram pictures, actually change the shape of their face for Instagram pictures. You know, taking pictures from certain angles that make themselves look better. You know, some of the stuff which people do to make themselves look better on Instagram is crazy. You know, it's crazy. But this is real. Or should I say it's not real at all. It's fake, you know, but it's really happening. And there's a big issue. It's a really big issue. So when we're comparing ourselves to stuff which isn't even real, you know, fake pictures, fake people, fake lifestyles, if we're comparing ourselves to that... I mean, we are just guaranteed misery, right? If we can't attain that, if what we compare ourselves to is fake, is not real, it's, you know, nothing, nothing, you know, then of course we're going to be miserable. Of course we're going to feel bad about ourselves. Of course that comparison is going to be the thief of our happiness, you know? It doesn't bring us anything. So you've got to understand that and I mean, how far gone has comparison come from being something which was natural, which actually benefited us, which actually helped us to survive and, and maintain order within, uh, within a tribe? How far gone is it now that it's something which is just stealing happiness from us? It's, it's a total negative. It used to be a positive. Now it's a total negative. But the fact is, we can't stop doing it because we're hardwired for this hardwired for it. So you've got to take care. You've really got to take care. And you've got to understand that comparing yourself to others is just a recipe for misery. You've got to understand that. And it's not so much a sense of 
don't compare yourself to others because as I say, we are hardwired to do so, but it's just making sure that when you're on social media, understand and recognize that you are only going to see the top 1% of other people's lives or understand that you're only going to see fake stuff of other people's lives, which isn't totally reality. Another thing which we have to do is start seeing the beauty in ourselves, right? Start seeing the beauty, start seeing the value, which each and every one of us has within ourselves. And I'm not talking about the conventional good looking, because good looking tends to be, uh, well, it tends to be different for, for males and females. For females, it might be a skinny waist, wide hips, and, you know, uh, skinny arms, uh, skinny legs, you know, that sort of thing. With guys, it's very much big and bulky and, you know, muscly. Um, and that tends to be the conventional idea of good looking, but that's what it is. Good looking, you know, good looking is an idea. That's all it is. Beauty is far different, okay? Because you might say that the night sky with all of the stars and, and, and the moon and such, you might say that that is beautiful, right? But would you say it's good looking, you know? You wouldn't, you wouldn't compare the night sky to a model, let's say, right? But you, you, you'd say that the night sky would be beautiful, right? It's the same with the sunset. If you see a nice sunset or a sunrise, you might say that that's beautiful. But is it good looking? Has that sunrise or sunset got skinny hips uh, or, or skinny waist and, and, and wide hips? I'm not, I'm not so sure, you know? It's not, but it's still beautiful. It's still absolutely beautiful. And to be honest, I think that everyone has a sense of beauty within them. Everyone has beauty. It's just about identifying it. Because that's what it is. Good looking is an idea, but beauty is much more down to perception. It's much more down to the way you see it, right? I think everyone's beautiful. I think everyone is beautiful because everyone is unique and everyone has their own little quirks and their own little characteristics and, and uniqueness, which makes them up in the same way that the night sky has a lot of different stars and planets, which make it up too. Right. And, and it's all those collections of little things which make it beautiful. It's not ideas and it's not, you know, uh, you know, skinny waists and wide hips or big muscles which make something beautiful. No, it makes it good looking, might make it attractive, but it doesn't make it beautiful because beautiful is a word which encompasses everything about a certain thing. Um, and beauty is much more. For me, it's much more of a vibe. It's much more of a feeling. It's much more of a collection and, you know, emotional thing, which brings it about, right? Brings about beauty. You know, you might look at a night sky and that might make you feel a certain way or a sunset and that might make you feel a certain way. But me looking at Darren's big muscles doesn't make me feel a certain way, you know? So you've... It, You've got to identify the beauty in each and every one of us. And that's for us to determine, because as I say, it's much down to perception. It's down to the, down to the eye of the beholder. Beauty is down to the eye of the beholder, right? So it's for us to determine, it's for us to find out, and it's for us to identify. And I think we all have to go on a journey to identify that ourselves. We have to go on a, on a journey, call it call it spiritual or emotional or, or call it just plain old personal development. But I think that you really got to train yourself to see the beauty in the same way that you have to train your brain to get out of the 
the way in which it's hardwired to compare ourselves to others. You know, it's still going to happen, but you've got to look at that hardwiring in a different light, in a different perception. Okay, you've got to understand and and look at social media from a different perspective. You've got to look at social media and still understand that that's the top one percent, or that that it's all fake. You know, and in the same way that you've got to look at someone in a different light to see their beauty, not in the very black and white idea of the conventional good looking. Okay, and you know what? We are all beautiful. Every single one of us, all unique. And that is something to celebrate. Absolutely something to celebrate. Um, So instead of comparing yourselves in ideas, celebrate diversity, celebrate uniqueness, celebrate beauty, not how good looking you are, you know, not how successful you are, not how intelligent you are or or conventional intelligent anyway, right? Um, And make sure that you celebrate beauty as a collective. Okay. Now, obviously, I've I've said that we can't stop comparing ourselves to others. You know, so in order to for us to feel happy, we've got to yes look at the hardwiring in our brain in a different light, but we've also got to use it to our benefit in some ways. And I'll explain now. I have a little trick, or you might say hack. You know, for making myself feel more confident in social gatherings, in social situations, right? Um, if you want to get into the science of comparison and, and, and psychology, our brains release serotonin dependent on where we rank each other in social situations. For example, in tribes, you know, that would, that's how we'd rank ourselves in tribes. The higher up that list you are, the more serotonin your brain releases, which makes you feel more confident, you know, or less confident if there's less serotonin being released. That is why in different groups of people, you might feel more confident or less confident. In some groups, you might feel anxious. In other groups, you might feel more confident. And that is likely because in some groups, you rank higher. In some groups, you rank lower. Okay. Um, So my hack for, you know, helping us to feel more confident in certain situations, certain social situations, my hack is to do exactly what I've told you not to do and compare yourself to others, right? But I'm not talking about, you know, the very general way of comparing ourselves to others. This is a little hack, little trick. And what I do, uh, the, the, the trick or the hack is every time that I am heading to a social situation, let's say I'm walking to the pub or I'm walking to meet my friends or I'm walking somewhere might be a meeting let's say even if it it might be something work related or could be me recording an episode of the podcast right before i you know uh, meet up with that person or meet up with my friends or head down the pub what i do is i use the comparison and the serotonin levels and the psychology behind comparison to my advantage and for the split second that my brain is scanning my environment for the split second that we are deciding who is where in the hierarchy. I tell myself, I say to myself that I'm the boss. I tell myself that I'm the leader of the group. And I visualize that I am the leader of the group. And what this does is for that split second, when we're deciding who is, you know, in the hierarchy, who's further up that list, for the split second, if I'm just visualizing that in my head and I'm, I'm, tell- I'm saying that to myself, my brain starts to produce serotonin. 
which actually puts me higher up that list, which actually makes me feel more confident, which helps me more in social situations, which puts me even higher up the list, right? The more confident you are, the higher up the list, right? And the higher up the list, you more, the more serotonin is released, which means you're more confident. So I'm, I'm put even more higher up that list. So that's the trick. Try it next time. Honestly, try it. It works. Genuinely works. Next time that you are going out to meet your friends, pretend you're the boss. Pretend you're the leader of the pack. Pretend you're the alpha. Um, and you will be. You know, you will be. And you'll feel more confident and you feel better in yourself. So that's a little trick for you to use. And that rounds off today's episode. So... That is all that I have for today. I do truly hope that you did enjoy it as always. If you did, please consider leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts because it does genuinely really help the show. Also, if you did enjoy it, let me know on Instagram. Drop me a DM. I want to hear your feedback. My Instagram handle is at callum.g.church, so make sure that you're following me there. And again, I do truly hope that you did enjoy today's episode, and I'll see you in the next one. Take care, guys. So there you go. That's the end of the show. If you enjoyed, make sure to subscribe on your podcasting app of choice so you can download and listen as each episode is released. If this episode helped you in any way, tell your friends, tell your family, maybe even leave a cheeky review on Apple Podcasts. It really helps the show. But that's all for now. I hope you have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode released shortly. Take care.